Hey everyone, and welcome to The Seed. We are changing over to a new podcast show that is more reflective of where I am in life. Ironically, The Seed was planted by every guest that I had on my Homes and Hops podcast. So listen in, subscribe, and comment on my new monthly podcast, The Seed, which stems from Dandelion Discussions, all about women empowerment, entrepreneurship, and objectives that are often planted in us. Our guest stories are here to inspire, educate, and most importantly, to let you know you are not alone. Hey everyone, Lisa Resnick, I'm back with The Seed with two of yeah. my favorite people. I know I say that a lot, but I guess I have a lot of favorite people. <laughs> I, no, I think we, we count. I think we're No, we people. are the favorite yeah. people. Oh, oh there you <laughs> go. There you go. So I am here with Ellie Platt. Hi. Owner. Yes. Of Platt Insurance. I own it. <laughs> yes, she does. And Amelia D'Angelo. Hi. Who is like the owner full-on owner of herself yes. as, uh-huh. as, and and works as Ellie, I like to say, was the temptress of getting, <laughs> of getting oh. Amelia oh, to work yes. for her. Yes. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had to really oh. convince her. Is that your mic? It might be mine. Yeah. It's okay. It? okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, yeah, I had to give her incentivize her yes, yes to consider insurance as a path yes. yeah mm-hmm. we're still working on it but <laughs> we are so actually let's and i know we've discussed this before on the homes and hops podcast mm-hmm. but let's talk about how you came about and you fell into insurance yourself yes. because that's not what your major was no, no, I don't think most people say, you know, I want to be an insurance agent when I grow up, um, I would imagine. But it's been an amazing... Ellie's trying to convince her child to say that, though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's been an amazing path for me. Um, insurance is not my background. I did start my business 12 years ago, um, but my... Um, I grew up in the Youngstown area. My um, undergrad degree was in communications. Um, My first job out of school was with a nonprofit in the area called Meridian Healthcare. Mm -hmm. Um, I was there for 10 years, fell in love with the nonprofit world, just that the community service, being connected and involved in the community. And that's how, you know, I got really um, involved in, in Youngstown. And so I served, I was there at Meridian for 10 years, never thought I would leave. And um, someone had come to me, um, Nationwide Insurance was looking for, um, they wanted to bring recruit agents to come in that were, were, um, invested and involved in the community. They weren't really looking for insurance people. So okay. someone had given them my name. I sat down with them, had coffee in Canfield. And within five minutes, I you know, got that. And I've said this before, that own your own business yes. bug. I think in a minute, I realized, wow, I've been working so hard for someone else. And I could be doing this for myself. And so in a matter of minutes, I, in my mind, made that decision and um, got my insurance license, ended up resigning from my position and took over a really small insurance agency in Kinsman, Ohio. Which you're still doing the same thing in a sense. Yes. With insurance, you're helping mm-hmm. people out. Yes. And anybody who's ever worked with you or any anybody who works for you Mm-hmm. You know you are truly getting helped out. Yeah, thank you for saying that. I I think that's true. I have, you know so much of I say this all the time in our office. This is so much bigger than a business. This is mm-hmm. bigger than a job. Everyone that 
you know, myself and then everyone in our office, we are really driven by service and helping other people. Yes, it's insurance. Yes, we want to make money. Yes. Um, but really that core value behind all of that is about serving. Yes. And, you know, I think when, you know, when I look to hire people and bring people on, I'm looking at that first. Okay. Yeah. And not only that, but you're also still heavily involved yes. in community <laughs> nonprofits. So it's not just one nonprofit anymore. It's it's a few nonprofits. It's a few, yeah. And it wasn't that way in the beginning. I mean, I just you know met with a new startup business right before I came here. Those first few years of business are a whirlwind. You know, there's so much to do. There's so much to think about. So my first few years in business, I was very focused on building and growing my business. But when I got to that place where I could breathe again and I had mm-hmm. a little bit extra time, um, you're not there because you would do both. You do all of it at the same time. <laughs> I was about to say, clearly, you I don't doing, follow Elise's advice. You're doing <laughs> and the business and being a mom. Um, but um, but anyways, so um, I think when I you know really w- was able to step back and have a little bit of breathing room um, is when I looked at my passion and my heart was still always the Youngstown community, yes, the Mahoning Valley, and and our local nonprofit community. And so I really looked at you know who can I connect with and get involved. And so that's when I started. So once you get involved in one, it's just a ripple effect. I don't stop asking. <laughs> it's like it's like the drop of the pebble in a pond, yes. and it just keeps growing and uh, growing. That's that's literally how it's like. Once you get involved with one nonprofit, yes, that's that's the drip. <laughs> that's the rock dropping, and all of a sudden you find yes. out that your hands are in everything. Yes, and you know it's fine. Over COVID, I started getting really great at saying no. And now, you know, slowly, it's I'm back to where I need to start saying no. Well, according again. to Deanna Rossi, you should not say no. You yeah, should say yes true. to all the things. Well, and that's the thing, it, and I and I agree with that. I think I I'm too. by nature a yes person. Mm-hmm. If somebody's like, "Do you want to go? Let's go to Cleveland." I'm like, "Yes, yes, let's do it," or "Let's do you know anything? Let's go to Italy." Yes. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I think I think that's a great quality. That's a quality I admire in people and my friends and people I have relationships with. I admire that yes person yes um because it's you know you you know it's and those are the you know i think it's good to start there um so i have to ask as a fairly new business owner myself tell me about the biggest lessons that you have learned as a business owner Oh, so you can't do before every- we get to your like yeah. one of your biggest. Well, and it kind of fits, yeah, <laughs> the success fits. So I would say my biggest lesson is you can't do everything yourself. I think in the beginning of my business, um, you know, you're you're doing everything. So yeah. not only am I learning insurance, selling insurance. I'm taking out the trash. I'm the IT person. I'm the marketing person. You're everything. Yes. And you can't be everything. No. Um, it doesn't mean, especially in the early days, that you we do that because we have to be everything. We can't hire yep. people. And so, but I would say um, the lesson from that is I was so fortunate in the early days of my business to have to gather around of community of volunteers, so to speak, that where I couldn't go to somebody for marketing or IT or, you know, those things that maybe weren't necessarily my strength, bring the, make those people part of our team, even if it's on a volunteer basis, just have those people. Um, I think you're that, Lisa, and that's something I admire about you. You're that to a lot of startups and new businesses. You're that advisor, that resource. Um, Listen, why have them go through the struggles that I went through to figure things out? (laughs) Exactly. But a lot of people don't 
don't are motivated in that way or care that much. And so I think I'm the same way. I love mm-hmm. ta- talking to people that are startups or new businesses, you know, just to be able to give them ideas and tips and, you know, and so I think you know, bringing a team around you is really important. My biggest mistake in my first year of business is that I didn't bring on a tax person immediately, a CPA. Um, I finished the first year of my business and I'm like, oh, I I should probably file taxes. (laughs) (laughs) taxes. Damn government. (laughs) The accountant that I, you know, had just hired weeks prior, I didn't bring him on from the beginning, was like, hey, this is your bill. And it was a very large bill. And that's something that I never even considered in the whirlwind of building my business Mm -hmm. that, oh, wow, I have to pay taxes. And that sounds like something very simple and basic. But I think bringing in those professionals and that team from day one is really critical. I I 100% agree. Like going through tax season myself, just Mm -hmm. recently, I remember um, calling a friend who is an accountant not my accountant, but an accountant, and telling her how extraordinary she is as a human being, <laughs> and that yeah. like, I, she she's an artist of numbers, yeah. and, and and I appreciate her mm-hmm. and everything that she does, and I also recognize my limitations mm-hmm. with it. Like I can tell people like what expense was what, what it was for, right? But mm-hmm. beyond that. No, yeah, like, no, no, thank you. Nor do I have the time. Yeah. Like, it's one of those, mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day, time is limited. Yes, right. Yeah. And I so wish it wasn't, but I think it an is. accountant, a CPA is a big one. Attorney, everyone's afraid of that, I think, in the beginning, because it's, you know, it costs money. It's expensive. It does cost money. And I think even if you just have an attorney friend, you know, somebody yes. that's will that you can just, you know, bounce some ideas off of something like that. Attorney is a big one. IT for me was a really big one because um, I'm somewhat tech savvy, but then you can get buried in that. You, know? you can. You really can. Yeah. So Especially were, with all your systems and programmings that you right. have. Like we had a lot of technology. And so those were three very big ones. What about employment? So <laughs> so let, let me first talk about employment and I'm going to find out a point in where I could interject on something that I ended up with the saying eat crow. Is that what it is? Eat crow, whatever. That is a saying, but, but like, because, because yeah. I, I picked on you about it. Oh, okay. Oh, and, I like and, it. And then I realized, no, she's right. I'm full on wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're eating crow. Ah, yes. yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. <laughs> So, oh, I hear. Okay, I got you. I'm following you. Okay. So, um, yeah, hiring. I mean, so you figure you take any progression of a startup business. Mm-hmm. It starts with you. One person, you're doing everything. And, you know, maybe you're growing, slowly growing to the place where you could bring on an employee. And then you could bring on others. And so that's been my biggest challenge as a business, especially in the type of field. And I'm Lisa, you're in this too. Yeah. That I'm building, I'm selling myself in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So, um, when people are buying insurance, they're it's a relationship. They're they are getting to know me. They're getting to That's trust right. me and like me, and so I'm really selling myself and and. So that's hard, you know. If you want to grow and scale and go beyond just being you know, just one employee or one person exactly. with some support. That's a very hard thing. It has been by far my biggest challenge in a business is scaling and growing and um, and really bringing those people around you that are and representing you in a exactly. lot of ways. And so that's hard. I've done it 
right and I've done it wrong. <laughs> I've done it both ways. Me and, too. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's and we all learn and you learn through those mistakes. Um, you know, you you learn from it. And so I probably when it comes to hiring, the biggest lesson is being very real and honest with yourself about what you do well and what you don't. Mm-hmm. And I've really focused on hiring to my weaknesses. Um, I know what I do well. I'm very great at my, what my strengths. But Are you willing to share? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can share my weaknesses. <laughs> um, because, you know, I've been, even from my nonprofit days, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Mm-hmm. I'm big True. picture person. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see the big picture. I have a very clear vision about what I want something to be and look like. Um, and we know, we all know those people. You're one of those people in a lot of ways. Um, because of that, I am not always a detailed person. A hundred percent. End of the year. That's the reason why my grammar is so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's okay. Cause you know why grammar that's, you know, that's like just, just a side thing. So exactly. uh, really. that's, that's not the yeah. point. Of that, that's not I mean, the point. Like look at the entire <laughs> message, like not, Yes. Whether or not I put mm-hmm. the or the or a or an, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? It isn't. But yeah. there are those people. We start a right. sentence with but. Yeah, we do have a lot of uh, Yeah, we've been doing it more. Yeah, that's because of you. Yeah, because right. I learned that it's okay. Yeah. So, but anyway, media. so yeah, I'm not great. I'm not always great at the details, and um, when it comes to insurance, that is a fatal flaw <laughs> yeah. because yeah. insurance is this beautiful. Blessing of relationships in that profession is it is relationships and sales and marketing blended with you better know insurance. You better know the policy language. You better understand those applications better have all their I's dotted and T's crossed. That's right. And so it is a blend. And so I realized that early on that I could sell the heck out of policies and build, you know, I'm great at, you know, building relationships. And it's not even a skill. It's just something that comes natural. You know, it's just, I like people and building relationships. And so, um, but yeah, so I think I've had to focus a lot on hiring to my weaknesses. And so I've brought a lot of people around me, you know, as I've hired our, the, our team, it's people that are very focused on the details, process, workflow, doing the same thing exactly the same way every time, documentation yes. um, in my business. Now, I can have a very clear picture of we want everything documented. Every time you talk to a client, it's in our documentation system. You know, but there's those pe- the people that are really good at actually doing it. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Exactly. Um, I don't sell, I don't do as much insurance myself anymore. But even this week, you know, I did a policy for a friend <laughs> and um that I had passed it off to one of the agents in the office and she said, is it, you know, did you document it? Is it <laughs> no, but she had, then she ended up putting it in. Um, but yeah, so I think hiring to that weakness and to, and I also, you know, doesn't, you know, I don't, it's not, um, it's not an excuse either. You know, those are areas of my life I have to work on and improve. But, um, but still, when you bring a team around you, that those are the people. So I have a very great group of people who, you know, keep me accountable, keep me in line, um, you know, when it comes to those types of things. So, so this is something else that Ellie did not mention that she did, <laughs> that she has done. And then I want to know if Amelia, she had you do this. I'm assuming not like, <laughs> but um, a personality test. Okay. Yeah, she yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which personality test is it that you have everyone do? Is it the Clifton? No. So the underlying, you know, I don't know the underlying 
science behind our there's it's we use something called omnia profiles um okay yeah so i'm not so it looks at um job place compatibility cultural fit we are though um really in the process of we've had a few people do the enneagram i think that's a very great tool for the workplace yeah so we're like pushing that right do you know what your enneagrams Mm -hmm. are oh yeah what is yours i'm a seven i I don't know mine Mm -hmm. ellie keeps saying i'm a seven you're an eight I'm an eight. You keep saying I'm a set. You said I have to retake it. I think you need to retake it. So I haven't taken like a legit, like I've done like Mm -hmm. the ones that you pull up on Google. Like, yeah, we, I paid for one for a very good one that that I want to use in the business. Seven Mm -hmm. is the happy, like looks, looks at everything in a positive outlet, right? Sure. And they're, a seven is an experience person. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's all like, um, loves experiences, you okay. know, and different, you know, and sometimes could be overly indulgent, like would be one of the, but I think in an experience, like really yes. enjoying experiences. Yeah. It is positive, more of a positive person. And you do, and you do, you veer other people in that direction as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I love to like bring people along for the party. Let's yes. have fun. Let's do this. Don't yes. say no. Ellie makes everyone a seven. I know. <laughs> yes. I believe that. What do you mean? You don't want to sail till midnight on a Tuesday. <laughs> Why what not? are you? I'm an eight. Okay. Yeah, I'm I see a, that. I'm a strong mm-hmm. eight. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's some great tools out there for businesses with the Enneagram um, that not only – so the one that I did, it was a 60-page report. It takes me as a seven, um, everyone, you know, let's say in the workplace, like how do I interact with an eight yes. or a one or a nine? Exactly. My best communications – tools, mm-hmm. you know, what my weaknesses are and how to improve them. So the tool, I'll have to look it up. It was so good. I have a couple of the mm-hmm. Enneagram books here. Oh, really? oh I am full yeah. full on into Enneagrams. Me too. Okay. And mm-hmm. it is true. I you think got me into it and now I can't it, stop. But, it, but what's mm-hmm. amazing about it is not just knowing who you are, because I do mm-hmm. think it's important to know who you are to, to have a better understanding how people see you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also knowing the other person yeah. of where mm-hmm. where you, who you are and how you interact with them. Right. Um, number one, understanding where they're coming from. I think that is like the like so essential mm-hmm. to understand exactly where they're coming from. Yes. Yes. So, so you did it. So, so clearly it, you passed the test. The oh. online one you did was an eight. Yeah, it yeah. was an eight, but yeah. you disagree with it. Yeah, I had like eight, I feel three I different feel, ways. I feel like I feel like she's the achiever. Like three. I think I yeah, think she's I the three. So I had three different wings. I'm interested to take. We talked about it, but I want to take the one that you. So took Amelia and see. is an achiever, but threes care about it, and I don't think Amelia cares. <laughs> but she's I, just awesome. I, 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 I think I think it's I true care to some degree. Uh, I would so, say I don't care. So so let's. You're talk, not trying to please. Right, I'm not trying to please. Yeah, yeah that's like about the last Amelia. Thing. Okay, let's talk about. Her. So Amelia is literally that person mm-hmm. that every other business owner is jealous of Ellie Aww. for having <laughs> for nice. having what we've all mm. coined an Amelia. An Amelia. She's now become yes. Yes. Amelia is a thing now. <laughs> and and which And we all know what he, we all know what we which, mean when we say right. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And which like a part of me aspires to be an Amelia <laughs> myself. Like oh, thank you. So and it is true. Like so Amelia, when she came in here and we were talking about how you were coined an Amelia. Right. It's like the verb, the noun, everything, the yes. being, the essence. Yeah. Um, 
she's your response was because she's clearly also humble it was <laughs> was i'm just doing my job and i was like mm-hmm. i don't even care if you compare her mm-hmm. to people who are not doing their job yeah. and, and be like oh she no you go above and beyond all the time if you're yes. if you it's not even like you have to be given be like hey i need help on this you see it oh mm-hmm. i have like a clear vision of what anybody who directs me to do something yeah like i i get it like yeah i don't the, need you I, to I don't like even, explain it yes I, I know it and i'm mm-hmm. gonna get it done as soon as possible but there are the moments possible. where you have yeah. seen it even before it was brought to your attention yes. and you've already started mm-hmm. working on it yeah yeah i guess you're yeah. very intuitive yeah, yeah for sure yeah and that's how I'll, yeah that's- so how did how did this <laughs> how did this all come to be how did how did you get the How do they Amelia. go in Amelia? Yeah. yeah. The Amelia. The Amelia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's hard. I mean, I think it's some luck. It's, <laughs> it's a, a little bit of, yeah, it's a little bit of luck. Um, but, yeah, so I um, I have known Amelia for her entire life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've actually, I've known her a long time. I've also, you know, been in business 12 years and, you know, it's it takes a lot of time to get there. And I think if, you know, to anybody who has a startup or a new business, you know, you just, you know, stay the course, you know, and if you keep doing it, you're going to grow and get to a place. So I got to a place where, and we all know this as business owners, you know, as my business was growing, I was focused on insurance, but there's those things you can't do until 10 o'clock at night, yep. you know, whether it's, you know, bookkeeping, payroll. Yep. Um, or you wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, right. Through. Marketing, yeah. social media. There are kind of all of always these side things as a business owner, um, you know, that if, if you get to it, you get to it. And um, so I knew that there was a huge need for I needed some support. Um, and, you know, it's, again, hiring is hard. It's f- hard to find people. And so, um, you know, I've known Amelia a long time. And so I had a friend who has a local business um, who also knew Amelia. And she, um, Amelia had been doing some work for her. And she just happened to make, like, a comment on social media, like, everyone needs an Amelia. I think, so we said, we agreed she's the one that coined the phrase, yes. everyone yes. needs an Amelia. And she was not, you know, she I was so right. I think it would so right. no matter what, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So Amelia was, um, you know, graduated from college, was looking for a job. And so um, she had passed along her resume to me for another job that she knew I was connect, you know, group I was connected with. And, um and so when I got it, I was like, well, she needs to work for me. And so I said, well, would you consider, you know, working for and me? I and I said, so, absolutely not. No. Like, I said, no. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, no, meet with me let's to go get see. lunch. And I said, no. Okay, and so, but let, let me say, let's go back to the clearly beginning. Clearly a seven. Real quick. <laughs> clearly a seven. Because it is the experience that yeah. she was offering you. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. So, but let's go back to the beginning that not everyone grows up and says they want to be an insurance agent. Right. And so here's Amelia. She's so smart. You know, Super. has a college degree. You know. In biology. In biology. Yeah. Biology and yeah. chemistry. <laughs> chemistry. Yes. Which, by the way, that is mm. what re- references back to social media language. <laughs> versus right. her yeah. like medical journals or whatever that she she's like that's not how you would write and like I don't know science I've learned, okay <laughs> yeah so again not everybody you know aspires to be an insurance agent not that insurance agents aren't smart um, but yes. but um, and so I think you know I really just wanted her to see 
that, like I said earlier, yes, we do insurance, but our workplace is so much bigger than that. You know, mm-hmm. it's we are focused on serving the community, mm-hmm. and insurance is our platform. That's how we do it. Um, but it is about really serving and investing in the community. And so I wanted her to see for herself and experience, yeah. you know, our workplace and our culture. And and you know, again, it's a long game. You know, I want to just let's get her in the door, so, right, and so, then we'll. <laughs> so so yeah. I also want to bring up titles. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean. So I remember when we first met, we had lunch at Aladdin's. Yes. I was like, let's just have lunch. And uh-huh. we had lunch at Aladdin's. And Amelia made the, some, made the comment. She's like, I'm not an assistant. Yeah. Like, like I don't want to be someone's assistant. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and she's not, you know, she's so much more. Yes, um, she is. I'm not in more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. She's not an assistant. I'm but, okay um, with it now. Yeah. So <laughs> I did come up with a title and it was Operations it, Coordinator. Operations Coordinator. <laughs> so she's like, yeah. So now we call her the director of ODAS, which is the director of other duties as assigned, which is always the bottom <laughs> I like of that every one resume. Yeah. I do like ODAS. Yeah. Like, it's funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> people are like, what is that? Well, which is ironic, too, because mm-hmm. nowadays, nowadays, they, um, when you look at job descriptions, like oh, if you... so funny. The things, the titles yes. that people come up with. Yeah. To draw You're, people in, yes. to stop them, because nobody wants to look at... An admi- administrative like direct, assistant, director of customer or experience, op- yeah. like you're a salesperson right. or office <laughs> manager. But what's what I find is so funny about this, mm-hmm. like if you if you ever like truly read your resume, yes, oh right, or or like anybody else's resumes coming in there, the creativity and the leniency mm-hmm. of things that we state that we do, right, which which is not minim- minimizing it. Yeah. But it was always done on the applicant side. Yes. And now it's being done yeah, that's as, a good point. as yeah. the employer. Mm-hmm. And I think it's absolutely amazing. And I do love the creativity that I'm seeing out there. Was it Handshake is the universities. Like I oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. their job yeah. platform. But if mm-hmm. you go through there, mm-hmm. it, it's. Oh, Handshake is a nightmare to go through and try to find a job. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But, like, the job descriptions Mm -hmm. and how they title everything now is just, I love it. I think it's the college's fault. Like, they convince – no, I was just telling you. Like, they convince us that you're going to get your four-year degree and you're going to, like, get, like, a great position and make X amount of money immediately after college. Well, because they have to recruit people to go to college. Right, exactly. Yes. But then, like – so then you're searching for a job out of college and everything that – all the things that you thought you were going to be require five years' experience. Yes. And you're like, well – like that happened with me because I was going to do, I was going to be a doctor and then mm-hmm. COVID kind of changed that for me. So I was like, okay, I have a degree. I can go work in a lab. And I wanted to head a lab mm-hmm. because I had all she's the- nobody's assistant. Well, no, <laughs> I, I did it as an, as yeah. an intern. I actually like ran a lab as an okay. intern. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I felt like I had some experience to do yeah. it. And uh, most labs, you don't actually have to have a degree to work in the lab. So I was like, well, I'm educated. I've done it before. I can do this. And everything was like 10 years experience, 15 years experience. Hmm. And the starting wage to like be an entry level position in a lab was $20,000. And I was like, (laughs) right. How do I? 10 years experience, $20,000? Well, no, no. For the the entry level. And I was like, well, I can't. That's not enough. I make more money at TJ Maxx. Right. (laughs) Yes. 100%. 
hundred percent you would. But I think I do think that colleges do a disservice because if mm-hmm. you if you sit back, you know, and I'm hiring all the time <clears throat> as an employer, you know, I have some great like we have a couple younger people in the office that are college graduates yeah that's amazing that they've done that but I also have people in the office that have been doing insurance for 20 plus years you know and they are so much more seasoned and experienced and you know those are the people that you know we tend to lean towards hiring now we love bringing on you know somebody new so they can but you you also know but you also and this is what makes retention so important because you know the time and investment that Mm -hmm. you put into yes hiring new people Mm -hmm. in the field versus like the experienced ones so you know that if I if I hire a seasoned insurance agent that's Mm -hmm. been around for 15 years they've already built their business they understand the policies I'm not going to be putting that much time and money into that person Mm -hmm. so and which which is also explains why they typically are also they make more money or are right. offered mm-hmm. a little bit more money right. yeah um versus the new person where it is an exponential amount of time cost, and train. money mm-hmm. everything yeah and then and especially now the rate of quitting Mm-hmm. And go, and moving on to the next. Well, so the, is, my yeah. generation is like known for that. But I'm going to be Isn't honest with you. It, it it is, but it's not ju- just your generation. Right. And mm-hmm. I've said this before. I'll never forget um, working in DC. Now, I I did start off as an administrative assistant and in commercial real estate. And I, and I did I did additional stuff <laughs> went above and beyond. I had a phenomenal employer that paid for additional educational education for me, my RPA classes, my uh, my licensing, as well as any of the memberships within the field. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they, it was just a phenomenal corporation to right. work for. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I'll never, left that company to go work at another one. And I'll never forget when I, first received like I, I felt like I made it big I, I went from getting having an office in a in a filing room to like finally having my own administrative assistant mm. and holy cow right so you got this is like 20 years ago holy cow like that person if you ask them to do anything during the time of where they were making watching shows that they missed <laughs> the night before, which I'm like, did we have that capability back then? But they did. Like, they were watching shows that they missed the night before. And, like, and it was kind of, like, it was instantaneous. Like, I'm overwhelmed. I can't handle all this stuff. And I'm, and I do. I revert back to how I was. Yeah. And right. and I'm like, how do you not maybe, maybe stop texting your friends yeah. or stop phone calls or watching it is hard to find that no matter what the generation but those and you had also even higher level people Mm -hmm. that had the mindset so it was different economic times this was before 2008 Mm -hmm. so it was completely different and they had the mindset of well if i don't get what i want here You'll just go someplace go somewhere else. else. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. and that literally was like there was such a power position mm-hmm. for employees back then. Right. Yeah. Uh, and there is now. Like I think, I think it's coming back. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, most anybody I hire now, they always lead with what's the salary? What's yep. like, what are, what happened to the days where you come in and you interview? Right. And, yes. You know, let, but, let me get to the point mm-hmm. where I even offer you yes, right, the right, money. Right. We're yeah. not there yet. You're mm-hmm. basically asking me to marry you. Yes. Right. And I'm not even sure if I'm going to finish this date. Right. Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They want to jump into like, how many kids do you want? Do you want to get married? Yeah. Like, I feel like I didn't like lead with, I didn't ask you no, salary. You it didn't. was mm-hmm. what I was really focused on. What can I get? Not in a like a bad way, but like, what can I get what out value? of this? Like, yeah. like, do you who, know that? Like what networking people am I going to meet? Am mm-hmm. I going to be able to like be a part of some of the like yeah, the nonprofits that you're involved in? in mm-hmm. And I wanted that. I wanted experience because I knew I needed it. Do you know that's a distinct difference between males and females in hiring? Is it? Is that men will lead and with the money. Focus on that. And Uh and they'll ask the question Mm -hmm. and they'll ask for more. Right. Yeah. Like Where women don't. Women are more like, am I going to be fulfilled by this position? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I could see that. Yeah. That was your driver. And as an employer, that is often my focus. Is, right. You know, I'm bringing more to the table here than just the job. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be part of, you know, a great culture. You know, yep. mm-hmm. I can't always compete money wise with, you know, some of the big insurance like a progressive or big companies out there that are paying people lots, people lots of money to work from home. But, you know, what I can offer is a very supportive work environment, you know, a place that you're going to enjoy being every day. Yeah. Um, you're going to be part of something bigger. And, and that does and, outweigh the other. Yeah. And, oh, not, for sure. and not everybody wants that, but my goal is to find the people that do care about that and, and to bring them into our team. Right. Because those, I mean, no matter what, you're not, I mean, people, employers, especially I know you, are not mm-hmm. that, like, you want to hear somebody say combat and, like, give you a different idea yeah. or give you, like, uh-huh. a better path to get you to where you want to go. Right. Um, I'm the same way. Um, so it's not that you want people to drink the Kool-Aid, if you will. Yeah, you no, you yeah. want You want people to be loyal, though. Yes, I do mm-hmm. want loyalty, yeah. But I do like to be challenged. No, I, I think you're also genuinely, mm-hmm. like, giving those experiences. You're not just saying, mm-hmm. like, hey, like, yeah. Yeah. I want you to be involved. I want you to, like, no, you, like, genuinely care yeah. that people I'm are about excited Amelia. about their job and excited yes. about what we're doing. It's because I'm a seven. So. <laughs> but no, I want Amelia to have a good exactly. experience. Not only is she seven, so we also took the, um, what's the, the Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs, yeah. I don't know. So, and I'm the protagonist, shocker of all shocks. <laughs> But uh, what was yours? Yours? Really, oh, you were the campaign. Oh, you were, a campaigner. Yeah, you yeah, were the like campaigner. Yeah, like I'm a hype person. Yeah. yeah, you are a hype. Yeah, yeah you're a yeah. hype person. Yeah. 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 That's Did you ever take for your hype person needs? Like, yeah. Did you <laughs> ever take the Clifton strength? I don't know what that is now. I don't, so, I don't think. I'll so that one. That up. was the Gallup. So that was part of the Gallup test is the Clifton strengths. Okay. And which I'm a huge fan of as well, especially in the business world. It's probably something similar to the Omni. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. Uh, and where hmm. it does like thirty-four of your strengths. Okay. Uh, oh. And then you is that ha- like the Strengths Finder? Yes. YouTube? I've done that, but it's been a lot. I don't. I can't remember. And then it's mm-hmm. like they have like your top ten, top five, and it's about honing yeah. in and focusing in on those strengths. Yeah. And I'm um, a believer on that. Instead of like so many people focus on your weaknesses, like improve your weaknesses. No, it's instead imp- just fo- focus on yes. building your, on your strengths. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have I have another friend that sees her top five Mm -hmm. and has also seen 10 through 15 Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And she's like, how do I... So clearly my top five don't need to be worked on. It's like a well-oiled, instantaneous... Like, it's my instinct of yeah. who I am. Mm-hmm. But how do I get... Because I really like 10 through 15 a lot. How do I build that, those, and make them stronger? Yeah. Right? So it's mm-hmm. a, it's it's pretty cool yeah. to see, like, the whole dynamic of it. We should take... That'd be a good one for the office, too. Mm-hmm. We're it, focused on that. It's already. fun. I'll, send, I'll, send, I'll send you the link. We're, we're taking them all. We're going to take every single the exam, and then we're going <laughs> to sit down and, like, go through everybody's together. Yeah. So, so to all the listeners out there, Ellie also is into astrology <laughs> yes okay so i know you can't tell me i got this one like, <laughs> no one's ever gonna want to go on a date with me <laughs> i've done it i take it well actually you so, got that for a gift astrology for me. is science i'm just so ellie and yes. i like did like we did our like compatibility after she found out that i really like astrology yeah yeah and mm-hmm. we are like 90 so percent compatible mm-hmm. oh wow like yeah. astrologically how do you, how do you yeah. do the compatibility? Uh, there's an app. There's an app. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. do have a person that I like to talk to. Yeah. yeah so but, she, you hooked. Mm-hmm. Is it the same person that you hooked me up with, or yeah, are we talking? Are yeah. we talking about the tarot card reader no, that no, we no, are? Right, right. <laughs> well, that's, that's next level. The, <laughs> no, it's the same. It's the same girl okay. in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ellie yeah. also got me the phenomenal gift, and it was I loved it. Mm-hmm. Like I did it's not. So good. I did not understand. I yeah. didn't understand. So she sends you this. She sends you your natal chart. Yes. Yeah, it's really great. And I, I, she emailed me. She's like, so did you get the chart? Do you understand? I was like, I have no idea what you just sent me, but it is beautiful. Like, so then, um, but I did, she did the hour consult with me. So she lives in New York Mm -hmm. and she's amazing. And I say this all the time. The greatest thing that she said to me was because I, I do, I have a tendency, which is, a good tendency, but also also for me a bad tendency to I see people's potential mm-hmm. and I push. Okay. Yeah. And yes. and uh-huh. and I'm like, this is like, this is what you could be. Why aren't you going down this path? Why why isn't this happening? Yes. Why do you keep making the wrong moves? Mm-hmm. And I get frustrated. Right. And um, she That's said hard. to me, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And she said to me. You can deliver the mail, but it's not your job to open it. Hmm. And and I thought yeah, that was really good that's advice. That's so true. I think so. I've made that yeah. mistake with impl- I've made that mistake, and um, I just recently made that mistake. Yeah, and it's hard. And you can't. You could, so I think this is all relationships. You could see people's potential, but they ultimately it's up to them. I've yes. moved people into different roles or leadership positions where if I was really listening, they didn't want it. Yeah. And, but I, I was like, no, you can do this. Yes. And I think you do. Because you want to fix it. You want to fix it and you see what they can do and you want them to experience, you know, experience it. And so you do have to listen to people and they, you know, allow them to ask for it. Um, So, yeah, that's so spot on. One thing I'll um, to say about having an Amelia, (laughs) (laughs) just to get back to that, is that so much of it is, um, I luck, the universe, whatever you want to call it, is that, you know, she is very, I have met very few people in my life that could literally finish my sentences or know what I'm thinking. And Amelia is one of those people. And that's, you know, it's luck, you know, whatever you call it. So like, it. what is an Amelia? Because like, I, mean, I feel like we, we haven't explained yeah, like, we, And I'm we, probably not the person to explain it because yeah. I don't fully get I it. I mean, my perception of an Amelia is being assertive. 
mm-hmm. for yourself and for everyone else around you that you choose to advocate for. Um, it's seeing something and and making it better. And if it's you not knowing what it is that you're looking at, you will deep dive into it mm-hmm. and figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So a desire, and so somebody, I think a hard worker is like number one. Yeah. Um, also, you know, so so many people these days. I've, I've sat with employees that have said, "Whatever you want, I'll do. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, just tell me what you want, I'll do it." I don't, you know. So that's the difference with an Amelia is I don't have to tell you <laughs> what I want. Yes. I can say, "Here's the goal. Here's my vision. Mm-hmm. Like yes. this is where I want to go." And you're gonna see where your part in that is. You know where you know you're gonna be able to instinctually know. Okay, Ellie wants to do this. Um, how can I help her get there? Right. And so, how long do you think this critical... took for you two to get to this? Oh symmetry? no, it was immediate. Yeah, immediate. Like we sat down mm-hmm. for lunch at um, Aladdin's, Aladdin's yeah. and like sh- at first you wanted me to do insurance. Like yes. the the first pitch was insurance. like, do you want to be like an insurance salesperson? <laughs> and I was like. No, absolutely mm. not, not happening. <laughs> and she was like, well, like, I do need, like, somebody to, like, three years help later, help me get, like, my ducks in a row. Like, I have a lot <laughs> happening, which you did. Like, yeah, you I were, did. you mm-hmm. just bought the new building. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of personal things with yeah. your family. Like, you yeah. were doing yeah. a lot Both at one on. time, and you were like, I can't do this alone, and I trust you. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I think is, like, a trust big part of huge. our, yeah. like, having huge. someone like me is being able to trust that person mm-hmm. and, like, unwaver, like unwavering trust. Yeah. Because so, yeah, a good example. Like, most business owners, so money is a big one. So mm-hmm. I've, that was always, like, the one thing you hold on to, like, our my bank accounts, our QuickBooks, like knowing, you know, everything yes. that we spend, our debt, yes. all of those things. You know, as a business owner, I've always kept that very close. Like not nobody knows that. And so yep. the trust that it takes to be able to say, okay, here Amelia, like it's hard. Here it is. You know, right. and so she, you know, to have really that and and she's that and I understand that that's a bit like I understand Mm -hmm. that that's a big yeah responsibility Mm -hmm. and to to have have. that trust so you know because I knew her and I think that that why this is a unique combination is because I have known her since she was a very young kid Mm -hmm. and so I was able to see her I trust her unwaveringly you know so that's hard to find so it is a unique combo so it might be hard for some people to replicate (laughs) you know but but I do think to have you know I am super lucky well especially as a small business yes Mm -hmm. yeah I mean to be able to Mm -hmm. find I mean when you're you don't need to hire your family or friends when you're when you're you're target like Mm -hmm. you're not going to care so much yeah, you, right. ha- you have a full team right. in there for your accounting mm-hmm. and into the systems yeah. and finding out and stuff like that. So there is a big difference. But when it's your business and, you know, most business yeah. owners, that's the last thing they give yeah. up is your bank account and yep. what you spend. And as a business owner, like, it is easy, very difficult to keep personal and business separate. It mm-hmm. is. I'm buying gas. I'm buying meals. All yep. Like, it's easy to blend it. And, you know, and I think that was one of the best things I did was to bring somebody in. And she's that's been a huge focus of hers is to really focus on like cleaning up like our books and our finances. It's and true, and not waiting till the end of the year. Cause and not I, waiting till the end of the year. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've spent oh my gosh in the early days of my business, I would spend week at a time classifying you like out our our. Um, I remember. I, I'll never forget. <laughs> Ellie did did say to me because I because I do I. I seek Ellie's counsel. I seek both of your counsels mm-hmm. a lot about 
different things that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things I'll never forget Ellie saying, the wine's right there. Like, I know. The, 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 um, of what Ellie said to me when it comes to the QuickBooks. Because again, I hate, I hate the accounting and the book. 5 a.m. That's that's where my 5 a.m. reference is. And she's like, Lisa, I wake up every day and I open up my quick. The first thing I do is open up my my quick. She told me that. And and I was like, what are you joking? And I categorize. And and I'm like, I suck as a human being (laughs) because I am not waking up at 5 a.m. And when I do, while she's on QuickBooks, I've like I'm listing. Right. So I'm I'm yeah. I wake so. when I wake up. I because that's the last thing I want to do. So it's definitely not going to <laughs> be the, the first, first thing. thing I want to do. She's like I spend my first 15 minutes when I wake up going through my QuickBooks, and I yeah. was like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. are you joking? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is the last thing I want to do at no. five in the morning. No. Or like any time during the day. I do, but like that made me. That's the first thing I do when I get in the office. Is I go yeah, through, like every day I go through mm. QuickBooks, get it done. And yeah. But doing it daily has helped because yeah, it, it was not like that from the beginning. Yeah, and you have to stay on top which, of it. Which you, what's good about it and which I am going to be enacting in June is all those expenses mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. You, and that it get, it's in your sites. Right. Because there's there so many auto debits. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We, in, mm, in our yeah. accounts. <laughs> it's like... So I have linked tree and I have like a Wix and I have this and I have that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. I am um, actually, I don't really need link tree anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So why am I paying this yeah. amount every month? Like, mm-hmm. and cause it, it tallies up. Oh, it adds up. Yeah, it does add up. And where that <laughs> money could go someplace else. Yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. it takes... I, a lot of time to get to a place where not you can to knock be link there tree. It's great and, for yeah. some people, but, but like to be able to go through everything, like that took yeah. a, like a long time yeah. for us to get to a place where we're able to. She's be like, learning okay, our system. We have this. That do we need this? Do we not? And going we have through, a duplication like, of efforts. Not, if you don't have QuickBooks, you don't understand. But it's not an <laughs> yeah. easy undertaking. You need an Amelia. No. <laughs> you need an Amelia. But the other thing too to add to with employees is also just you know, getting out of the way. Like, I think sometimes delegation and people talk about all the time, it is hard. And to be able to get out of the way and and not feel bad about it. And I think definitely this is a female thing. Yes. Is that we don't, you know, we feel bad giving something to somebody else. Yes. But but there's importance to that besides that. And I put it in um, this week's newsletter. Yeah. So on the evergreen and everlasting, somebody, uh, Ashton Moore, who's okay. a phenomenal man, mm-hmm. um, he co-founded Model B, which is an, a marketing firm as well, um, or agency. But it, he's just an amazing person. He's like next level thinker. And he's actually the one that recommended the book Rockefeller Ways okay. that that I used to pick on Ellie all the time because she would give her employees personality tests. <laughs> it's probably because of my own insecurities of me failing it. But, um, <laughs> but and I'd be like, I don't understand. Like, how do you approach your employees on this? I mean, I don't know how I'd respond if an employer asked me to fill out a personality test. But um, reading the book, The Rockefeller Ways, mm-hmm. that is definitely one of the things that they emphasize that mm-hmm. you should do because your company and is you mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's you it's yeah. your it's you. they're everyone who works for you mm-hmm. is 
is out there projecting your brand, yes. who you are, everything. So and that's so hard. <laughs> it is it it is it is very hard. Mm-hmm. Again, own recent learning yeah, you, experiences yeah, myself. Mm-hmm. But um you know, when somebody says, Lisa, I want real estate or Ellie, I want insurance. Yes. And I I can't always do it myself, you know, so yep. You know, to I'm I'm then now giving them somebody in our agency. Exactly. I bet I feel really good about right. how that person's representing. We're just like another limb on yeah. of Ellie. Like and it is. And the, it's trial and error. It's a mm-hmm. lot of communication. Um, you know, we don't always get it right. Um, it takes a lot of communication on our my part with my clients too, you know, where I have to get them to, to feel comfortable. Yep. You mm-hmm. get busy and you don't all, you know, it's to the point now though where a lot of our clients would rather go to them and not me. It's true. Um, you know, I, do, I do love Christy. Right? Yeah. Christy's yeah. amazing. And I, but again, you've done a great job in yeah. creating that culture and mm-hmm. who is who's representing you. Yeah. And to be okay with letting you have to put your ego aside. I do you, it makes me so proud for Amelia to shine or Christy to shine, mm-hmm. you know, for someone else to shine. You've got to be okay with that mm-hmm. um, as a business owner. And I think sometimes that I think that's one thing that holds people back is that, you know, they they want to be the person that's out front, that's right. getting the attention. And I take so much pride in yes. not being me, you know. Yes, I agree. And we're like proud to represent yeah. you and the company, yeah. like everybody that's that awesome. works for us, for our Plot insurance, like yeah. we're all proud to like. Wear we actually said that. What did we we did an order for sweat or like t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Like <laughs> the everybody in our office was like, we want more plat clothes. Like yeah. that's a really cool thing. Yes. I told Ellie. I like messaged her and I was like, it is like astounding that people like mm-hmm. want clothes with our but like not just and not just office clothes like Mm -hmm. i want a sweatshirt so i can go hiking in my platform like what like okay what do we get like oh we got like the uv boat shirts because (laughs) they want but like that's really awesome that you've been able to build a like a business that like people really are proud of being a part of lisa needs more wine oh you need more i thought you were giving me the rest of yours like no no we're not there yet um That's funny. Yeah, no, it's, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just thinking, going back to the, like, I get your vision. We were talking about, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like the second you said, like, I need a person, like, during our lunch, I need a person to do, like, this, this, and, like, I need these goals achieved. Yes. It wasn't, I need you to do this. It was, these are my goals, and I can't do them alone. And I I think that's, like, when I was, like, yes. Like, that's a great, that's an excellent point. Yeah, and and there are lots of employers that sort of manage that way. Like, hey, I have 10 things that need done. Do them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, but if you could find people who... If you manage more by the results yes. and by goals, you know, mm-hmm. I can say to Amelia, hey, I want to achieve this. Instead of Amelia coming to me and saying, whatever you need, Ellie, I'll do it. Um, Amelia is now telling me, Ellie, you said this is your goal. You said you need my help. I need this from I'll you. Oh, that is everything. Yeah. I would rather Amelia say, hey, I'm Ellie, very, I need your support for I'm this. very, like, yeah. goal-driven. Like, I like yeah. having a big yeah. picture and then trying to figure out how to do it myself. Mm-hmm. I've yes. always been, like, like even... Like math, like yeah. I've all I've always the person to solve the problem a different way. Mm-hmm. So I like that it's not like do this, this, and this, and do it this way. Yeah. Like I like that I have it's the freedom. So this is, like this, this is, why is the goal. I want an Amelia. Yeah, is because especially <laughs> yeah. if you think about it, 
when you're talking to people who mm-hmm. are big picture goal oriented people mm-hmm. and we have in our minds yes steps that mm-hmm. we need to take in order to get there but mm-hmm. uh, but we also have in our mind we can't do it ourselves mm-hmm. yeah and also vocalizing communicating what's in our mind to somebody else to reach those it's goals as super well difficult like to mm-hmm. be able to and give somebody it, the opportunity and to then it, figure out that goal on their own mm-hmm. and then i come to like if i have a question or if i'm mm-hmm. like hey the way i'm trying to do this is not working like, yeah is there a way you would have done it that like yes. i can get to here quicker yeah. Mm-hmm. and shoot yeah okay let's do it. so i think but i like having a goal rather than a task yeah yes like here's mm-hmm. the big picture that's how i get am. there Mm-hmm. That's how I am. Yeah, and you get out of their way. And I love, I love my list. Mm-hmm. So going back to get out of my way and Ash, Ashton, <laughs> is that the hard one? Oh, yeah, was um, he did, and I. It, so he had this interview with another marketing brand person, like major marketing brand person. I can't even think of all the names, but I definitely knew all of them that were listed off. And he asked her what her biggest mistake was. Mm-hmm as a brand manager. And um, she said, I tasked my team with with creating funny content. Mm-hmm. And what they brought to me, I looked at them and said, this isn't good. Like this isn't funny. This isn't funny. <laughs> and and she said what what I did was I defeated them. Mm-hmm. And and then I then regulated mm-hmm. everything back to them of like what I needed done instead of giving them the freedom to be able to yeah. create themselves. Mm-hmm. And and what's what's ironic about it is they were actually right. Hmm. of what was funny and what was not, but because of my own bias and my own opinion versus listening to them and not asking the question, well, how did you determine this? Yeah. Is this still meeting our objectives? Mm -hmm. Like all these things. That's so good. Yeah. 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 Because she's Uh based upon just herself. Yeah. Right. Instead of. And because when you put it out there for everybody, you get something so much more awesome. Yes. And amazing. Yes. Like ideas, you know, it's because they're making me, they're bringing experiences and knowledge to the table that I don't have. So exactly. It's making us so much better. But the challenge as a business owner is to leave room for that. Mm -hmm. Like you definitely need to room for that. I think where I'm at on, in my professional growth, I'm good there. Like, I feel like I give people lots of room. Sometimes I give them too much room where I have to be more specific about like, what's the goal more direct about, you know, where, because then, because sometimes people aren't mind readers either. No. Amelia Mm -hmm. might be a mind reader. I think (laughs) she is. But a lot of people aren't mind readers. Right. And I've, I I think you have psychic capabilities. She does. Yeah. And, and also this is, um, I, this might not be HR friendly, but I've struggled. <laughs> Don't I, worry, I'm yeah. HR. We got <laughs> it. I'm <laughs> HR. I've, I've struggled a lot um, in the difference between managing males versus females. Um, oh, yeah. That my mm-hmm. style sometimes works better with women. And i that's something I'm really focused on. I think it's an area of growth for me is what am I missing? What could I do better? And this is obviously very generally speaking like yeah. obviously there's you know lots of great you know there's a spectrum with, yes but um 
And there's a, there's always outliers and yes, everything. Yes, yeah. But, but I but it is a it, people aren't mind readers, and I can't expect. I think that there's some untapped um, potential and ideas and thoughts that I block based on my style. Mm-hmm. And so I am I'm that's something I'm working on right now. So. Funny enough, mm-hmm. um, my first job in D.C., this is before I went into commercial real estate and I was working in politics, um, I was at this political mail firm, hence the marketing and everything else. But uh, but there were two people that were hiring, um, two men, and the one man only hires other men. Hmm. And the not HR friendly. <laughs> it's not HR friendly. Yeah. However, I I'm also mm-hmm. like he know he knows who he is. Yeah. Right? And the yeah. other one only hires females because again he knows who he. And let me tell you, the person who who I ended up working for that only hires female. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing person. Not like he's yeah. very business professional. So it's not like that type of guy. Right. But like yeah. But mm-hmm. it's just his communication style. Yeah, mm-hmm. worked well, Sometimes. and it and it mm-hmm. and it was a let's like I need your advice. Let's partner in on things. Like this is where I need you. Versus the other one who is actually more of a director, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the reason why he didn't work well with females a lot. Yeah, is because the females didn't respond well to we the respond better to collaborators. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that it might not be HR appropriate. And right. there's always yeah. there are always anomalies or people who fit in different varying yeah. spectrums of like their personalities and how they are. Mm-hmm. Like but um but I think it's very smart to know who you are yeah. and mm-hmm. how you then interact with the other yeah. people. Because again, they they want to retain them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't and I think it's so and that's where I'm at. Is I'm not I'm I don't want to be at a place where I say I can just hire women. Because I yeah. I want to how can I no. grow? No, I agree. I had a um I had a a guy that worked for me years ago, um, really hard worker, great guy. He just wasn't performing. And after many, many meetings and performance improvement plans, like it just wasn't working. And so I had to let him go. And he left and he started working for another insurance agency in the area. And he killed it. He was awesome. He was a rock star. He was performing. He was doing well. And I talked to the owner of that other agency like, what's going on? Like, why was he yeah. not great for me, but awesome yeah. for you? And and he had said, and he made a statement in passing. He didn't dig in. And he's like, because I knew I knew how to motivate him. I knew how to train him. I knew what he needed. And it's always stuck with me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, what do I need? <laughs> like, what do I need to do? And so that's, I don't even have the answers to that, but I know it's an area that I'm very focused on right now. It's a conversation I think sometimes people are afraid to have because of gender differences yeah. and because it's an HR issue. Right. Yeah. But I want, I, it's a conversation I want to have because it's I, necessary. It's it necessary. Uh-huh. I don't think it's like discriminatory. Mm-hmm. Or the word I mean, you have like, even within gender, mm-hmm. within a right. gender. Yeah. This you is why you take a person personality yes before you You were here like yes you're completely right but even like within a gender you know who would work well with you versus somebody who wouldn't like Mm -hmm. i i cannot have somebody who works for me that is not strong Mm -hmm. because i will bulldoze them (laughs) and and like and and i and then i and Mm -hmm. 
and I will then gain nothing out of it. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I need people who have a voice mm-hmm. who will say to me, Lisa, you just threw yeah. five different things at me. Mm-hmm. You need to tell me what you want me to focus on right now. Right. And that and that will be my thing. Mm-hmm. Or like Lisa, like this is you're going off on something else <laughs> when you told me the objective yeah. is this. Right, right. Like I need those people in my life. Mm-hmm. And you needed Amelia. Yeah, I know I needed <laughs> Amelia. Although I will say my Lily is yeah. I let me tell you, I and she doesn't know this, but I'm not used to these type of people and these types of people in my life. Lily like came in and she handed me a juice. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, that's cute. I like that. And she was like, hey, like I was at, um, I forget the name of the place. It's not. um, Orange avocado? Not orange avocado. It's in Poland. Like Poland nutrition? nutrition No, it's something juice, beet, or it was, it was, it was a beet juice, but she. Let us know, Lily. Paul? uh, Not Paul. Uh, It was, it was like an orange avocado, but it's hmm. not an orange avocado. And um, I'm looking at it. But the fact that she walked into the office door. That's awesome. And thought, and thought about me Mm -hmm. and to, to be like, hey. She could probably use this mm-hmm. right now. And she was right. Yeah. I definitely needed it and it was delicious. That's awesome. But like I'm like, you know, she's she's awesome. Yeah. And like and she is the person that also has like 20 million jobs at the same time and like all the, all these like things. Like I had like four jobs like yeah. at the same time. <laughs> but but when you when you met her mm-hmm. and you knew this about her, you could tell it's okay. Like mm-hmm. this this is how her being works. Yeah. And I feel like she is a person that when she gets to that point, she's a strong person. And when she gets to that point that it's she's being overextended, she's going to say, "Stop. Yeah. You're you're it's too much. I need to mm-hmm. you need to hold back." Yeah. So and it's trial and error. Like yes. so you I mean, she's like awesome at working. Yep. It's I, you know, I'm so fortunate to have Amelia, but I've made lots of mistakes, you know, yep. and it is trial and error. And I think it's being honest with yourself about, yep. you know, what works and what doesn't. I've had to fire multiple people, um, you know, which always is sad. I luckily have not had to fire anybody. Yeah. Really? They just quit on me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but it is sad when it happens. And, you know, but also you have to find a situation that's working for both people. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's a hard thing. So it is trial and error. Like, and it's, we were going to make mistakes in business and we all do. And that's how you learn, it's you true. know, and that's it. You know, I am like, it's taken me 12 years to get to the place where, you know, and if Amelia were to leave tomorrow, you know, it would be hard to, re- she, it would be hard to replace her, you know, so it's I'm not going anywhere right yeah. now. We're good. <laughs> she, right. She's still I'm here. Still long gaming her. I'm still trying. <laughs> so the other thing, the advice that I received from another one of our mutual friends, mm-hmm. um, Eric. Oh, yeah. Was mm-hmm. um, throughout the hiring process, what he does is he also has like a group. Like he has his, yes. he has, yeah. he has people within his office also meet with the new hire, potential mm-hmm. new hires yes. as well. In uh, which I said to him at that time, well, what do you do when it's just you? And then bring it, have me and, come. And that's exactly yeah. right. And he said, that's when you call your other, he's mm-hmm. like, Lisa, 
your friends, you have a ton of friends yeah. that are leaders, entrepreneurs. Include your friends. Yeah, and have mm-hmm. them meet with them mm-hmm. because they will know you more mm-hmm. yeah. than anyone else. Call them your advisory board. Yeah, yeah. and and and, and <laughs> I was like, I wish you would have told me this beforehand. But yeah. but I mean, I thought that was amazing advice as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, especially if you are starting off. And to be honest with you, I would like to think now that I know this little like tactic that I could use mm-hmm. that even when I become bigger, because yeah. I will, mm-hmm. um, that then at that point when I keep hiring and hiring and hiring, I will do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'll have yes. the Ellie's yeah. and the Amelia's <laughs> yeah. and the Kelly's, the Shelley's. We'll like, yeah. Yes. I'll meet with them. And mm-hmm. because again, you guys know me the most. And and one of the major things I always say to Ellie is I get concerned about my directness. Mm-hmm. Which I love that about you. I know. <laughs> I like when people are direct. Yeah. I, when people like do like roundabout ways to say I'm things. I'm accused of being passive aggressive <laughs> and not being direct. Yes. Enough. So you are. Yeah. I I think I'm diplomatic is what I like to say. I just but understand Ellie on like a different I've, level, so I don't see it. But I understand how people think yeah, that it's. Passive I don't. Aggressive. I wouldn't mm-hmm. think it's passive aggressive. I w- I would take it as you are trying to be diplomatic, mm-hmm. right? While I am like, boom. Yes, this is exactly this, exa- this is it. Mm-hmm. This is exactly and where unfortunately that leaves the person on the other end. Like sometimes they feel like it's confrontational. Right. Yes. But it's yeah. not. Right, right. No, it's not. And sometimes when people are direct, it comes across as you're not open to their ideas. Mm-hmm. Which is also when not you true. Are. Yeah. Like you're absolutely are. You know what's 100%. helped with that yeah. is like our meeting. So we have like meetings weekly mm-hmm. with like the whole staff. And I think that That's like changed everything. It has yeah. Like, it's been, what, six months? We have six and months. We weren't doing regular that's one meetings. Of, that's one it's of the Rockefeller ways as well is Literally weekly, changed everything. Like, we weekly meetings, like, everything mm-hmm. like that with the with your people. He also even goes to the, the extent of every day in the morning, instead of doing your QuickBooks, <laughs> it, like, every day in the morning. Amelia does it now. Call, <laughs> call people for five minutes. Yeah. It's a five-minute conversation every day, mm-hmm. and you ask them, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Can I help you with any of it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, so and, and just – and leave it at that. It's just yeah, what's happening so yeah. and mm-hmm. what can I help you with anything. The meetings that. just feel like an open-door like, right. time mm-hmm. where like everybody can express like if they need help. Or, like, things that they want to change. Like, hey, this isn't working. This process isn't working. Can we, like, talk this through? Because it's not working for me, and I don't know if it's working for everybody else. And it's very, like, wonderful to, like, see everybody, like, bounce ideas instead of feeling like it's, like, confrontational or they're doing something wrong. So in the House of Shine, in their museum, they have this huge round table Hmm. that they will sit at, like, collectively as a team. And they go around and that one book that I've recommended before, it's the hats book. Like you Mm -hmm. put on the hat, like, and at that point in time, like your first hat is to talk about what you're there for. Mm -hmm. Like, let's define the reason why we're all sitting at this table. Yeah. And then the next hat is like anything, like all, all the negatives, of the reason why you're there. Yeah. So and it's especially like I, I like the concept and the idea of it because for What's the it 
I have it. It's okay. it's it's. I know the word hat is in it. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the hat book. This hat is the hat book, book. <laughs> and um, it's so it's basically like gives that opportunity, especially when you have you have two things that happen a lot. You have your positive people and you have your negative people, mm-hmm. and sometimes the positive people feel like they're stifled by the negative people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the negative people feel they're stifled by the positive people. That, like basically nobody's hearing each other. Right. And everybody's just talking at We're each both. other. Yeah. So the I, the concept is you, you give each one a platform to be heard. Mm-hmm. That, that when somebody's going through all the negatives, it cannot be combated by somebody with the positive. Yes, yeah. It is it is their time. Mm -hmm. And not only that, Mm -hmm. those that are Mm -hmm. the positive ones then can see that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and then they have an opportunity to also maybe express something because they've actually listened to it. Mm -hmm. And then you go on and you talk about the positives. Mm -hmm. I like that. And then the forces the people that are negative to hear what's being said. And then you go into the data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like discussing like, okay, so mm-hmm. we've gone through the positive and negatives. Here's the data. And then you like, p- like put it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love so that. it's it's good. it's a re- it is a good book. It's a quick read too. Yeah, that's good. Um, I've read that and like it's a, a lot good of resource. Business owners feel like that's juvenile, and it's not. Like it's not that's juvenile. something like you do in a kindergarten classroom. Yeah. But it, like we're all people. We all yes. view things differently and right. feel yes. different ways about things. And mm-hmm. to be able to have an open platform to communicate that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like. It's important. It, it's extremely yeah. important. Yes. And you, you take for granted, especially, so I would consider myself to be a very open person yeah. and approachable. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I have found, I forget sometimes just by nature of my role, there's a, there's a lead, like when you're a leader, you're the boss or the mm-hmm. owner, there's an assume people have all these experiences and assumptions about the boss mm-hmm. yes. and that you can't say this to the boss. You can't do yes. this. Or do, and I'm always floored. Like, what do you mean you can't yes. say this to me? Right. Like, I'm so open and nice. And why yes. can't you come and talk to me? And so I think we forget that. Mm-hmm. And you have to create a safe space and place for people to be able to really share how they feel yeah. for real. I actually have a question mm-hmm. for you because I, I know of an employee that – has one of mine. What did they say? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend. I'm <laughs> so, so she is a friend, but um, but <laughs> she will she'll open up to me and talk to me about issues that she has with what's happening at work mm. and with her boss. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and this is like I really would love to hear your perspective of this because this is the Ask Ellie section. Yeah, this is podcast. definitely and it's like and and how you would respond to to me telling you and this is not one of your employees, but like <laughs> but me yeah. telling you that that somebody came to me if you were the boss, okay. let's just put you there, okay. like and coming to me and saying, listen, Ellie is just like. She's not following through on things. She's telling us too much stuff to do. Like I like I can see like the the dissolution, like like I can yeah. see the business funneling in the wrong direction. Like mm-hmm. it, it's funneling down and it's making me nervous. And yeah. And and I respond, well, say something. Mm-hmm. Like say something to them. And and then their response. And which I just want to apologize for 
every employer that I've ever had because <laughs> I unfortunately am not that person inhibited and mm. not and not say something to you or no yeah in inhibited inhibited you say things inhibited. you always say yeah. Things. yeah oh yeah, yeah. but right. like i because again i'm There's direct a lot of people that don't mm-hmm. I, i'm direct most don't but um i know i don't have bedside manners but um <laughs> but um so for me it's like if you see these things say something yeah and the response is i can't Mm-hmm. that's my boss. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, what is, what, I mean, both, of, this isn't just the Ellie question. This is both of you, yeah. like the employee and the employer. Like, how do you, I mean, what would your response to her be? Because that's my response is say something, but it does put her in a predicament, mm-hmm. like where she could lose her job. I'm going to let him know If I said something, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I this feel is like, a very relevant conversation that we've been having yeah, in our office. I feel like if mm-hmm. that's something that... I like, swear to God, it's not. <laughs> I feel like if it's something that, like, if you were to actually lose your job over yeah. bringing up something, like a topic, like, hey, I think that the business is moving in the wrong direction, which, okay, some yeah. people might view as that's not your place, but, mm-hmm. like, you're also a component of the business. Yeah. yeah. So it, it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Like, it does, yeah. it does affect you. I feel like if an employer were to fire somebody for that, then yeah. I wouldn't want to work for that exactly. employer. Exactly. You're in the wrong place. Okay. Yeah. That's like what I, I would say too. but mm-hmm. I also feel like Ellie like empowers me to mm-hmm. to feel that way. like and if I saw something wrong at Platt, I could easily to go me. to you. Mm-hmm. And even if we weren't on the same page, we would at least talk even it out. Even if we disagreed. Yeah. That's hard. So I would say we have a very open environment, mm-hmm. and but it's still hard for people to do. That is, is a barrier. So I do see it as a big job of mine to create a safe place, empower people to, like, I have to be very cautious. And when someone brings something to me, my mm-hmm. very immediate response. Yeah. Because um, I go into fixer mode, like, mm-hmm. let's do this, let, like, let's fix it. And sometimes just listening is important, you know, and how I respond, not downplaying their concern yep. or what they're, because I want to be positive, like, and, um, but it is, that is hard, because it's still very, so, I just we just had a meeting about mm-hmm. at our most recent meeting I um, sent an article out to everybody about complaining and how to properly complain or something like yeah. that. You're, you're right because yeah. in in a certain way that it, mm-hmm. it's done and we've had this conversation yeah. as well is it becomes an infestation in the yeah. office. Yeah. And and that negativity that yeah. then fills people up and yeah. then it makes everybody dissatisfied and unhappy with their yeah there's with, a yeah. positive way to bring about a problem yes yeah and that's on the employee not the employer yeah. like it's on your personal yes. self like are you going to approach this in a negative way or are you going to approach it in a positive way, way? And yes I think, yeah and a lot of the article was focused on like you know are you do you are you trying to find a solution yes you know yes. solution oriented are you trying to help or are you just complaining? Are you poking the bear? Yeah. Right. So, like, um, but it, I do think that's a ch- that is a challenge to create a space. I think like regular communication, the mm-hmm. meetings Amelia talked about, I think that has helped us. Um, again, like my immediate responses to things, I have to be really cautious. Like, I think I I have to sit back and listen and hear people out, um, as opposed to just trying to fix it right away or. 
um, you know, I, I, cause I have, you have to recognize as the boss that it's taken a lot of courage and energy for that person to, to be sitting in front of you at that yep, moment. To just Where open the to door. Me, it's very casual, like, yeah, sure, come in. Right. I don't see that they stayed up all night thinking about that conversation or had the right way to word it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very sensitive to that, you know, because you, because I want, I want to get, bring out the best in people and I don't want them to hold back ideas and thoughts because that yep. makes us better. I and agree. so sometimes it does mean, I will say, me accepting ideas and thoughts and making changes that I might not do normally because it it helps them feel like they've now had a contribution or we've, mm-hmm. you know, there's things where I'm like, yeah, that's not a big deal. But if they want to do it, sure, let's do it. Yep. You know, and, you know, making them feel like they had some autonomy, not feel, but they did have, you know, some yeah. control yeah. and autonomy over it. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree completely. But it is hard because there you have to, like, pick your battles. There's things that aren't important to me that are important, I mean, to other people. I don't think about the the way the sun is rising and coming in through the blinds every day. There's some people that literally like, oh, yeah. up all night. Topic. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. a topic. Okay. Like, <laughs> but it's true. So, I mean, I, I will have to say through my minimal experience of being an employer um, with someone is I will be brought things often. Mm-hmm. And some of those things I don't have the immediate answer for. Or I do, but I want to make sure that I'm – I'm telling them in the best way. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I will my my immediate go to is let me digest. Yeah. Right. Let me digest this mm-hmm. and then I will get back to you. Yeah. I feel like your immediate go to is what's your solution to what's that? What's your solution? Yeah. Which is not a bad so it's I it's do not put it back. A, yeah. It's not a bad response, but I it gives the person anxiety. Yeah, like, because like, now, what do you mean? Now I have to have a solution to the problem. problem. Like, like, I just figured you out just the problem. Put this on me. So my go-to is yeah, because I do think sometimes people will yeah, like I do tend to push it back on other people, um, and it's that's taken practice because mm-hmm. my instinct is it's not to fix to, it. my in- instinct to fix it and just be like, okay, I got it. Don't worry, I'll figure it out. Instead of putting it back on them. Well, and the way you fix it might yeah. not be the. The, yeah. the what they're looking way to for. solve the problem for them. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. It's a good. Yeah. Th- I feel like that's the mm-hmm. best way to respond. It really is. It's a good way, but it definitely it's like and it's like, hard for I the like employee. Give, I like give me a moment. It like, causes me anxiety when I put something back on anybody, on someone else. It causes me anxiety. Like, oh my god, are they not? Gonna it's your like turn me? to be. Is it your <laughs> turn to be, up, be up all night? Making them work. Yeah, like <laughs> no. It's it's a very. It, it's taken skill and professional. It's, it's like a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. As a woman, to be like, no, you figure it out. I feel like this. Yeah. Like I feel like the let me sit and digest means I'm not thinking. Like, oh I don't no, care. so that's no. like a maybe. Yes, that feels like a maybe. So, like so I don't know. I, I don't promise you this: if I say to, if you come to me with something, mm-hmm. and I say, okay, let me think about it, like or like let me like take all the information in. Yeah. It's because so we're talking about the strengths finder test. Yeah. So my number one is input. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I am the person that has to take in all the information. Mm-hmm. And then what you are telling me, now I am going to sift, like I'm going to go through the database in my own mind. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, I am going to then counsel mm-hmm. with my like right. other people that I respect in the field and my yeah. friends. And then not only that, but I'm also going to go into other research. I mean that because that I'm 
think about how long yeah. it takes me to do like major things you need like more information like before you can make a decision i feel like that's before, something you have to lead with like before, when you say like let me sit and digest be like i really want to think about this or yeah like, i'm not i don't have all the information to mm-hmm. make this decision yes like help me i need to gather some more information before which I could. which for mm-hmm. people who are like i need it now mm-hmm. they have a very difficult time listening right to the person mm-hmm. say to them I will get back to you. Like I need to I need to right. take in what you're telling me and and think about this and figure this out. Right. They have a really difficult time and and that Never is and I promise you this, this is something that I will not change about myself because yeah. I because right. I know because I am I am being thoughtful in my responses yeah. back because mm-hmm. I don't want I care about them enough. That I don't want to mislead them or, or, or put them down the wrong mm-hmm. path. Yeah. If Ellie said to me, like, let me think about this, I, my first response would be, like, why? Like, but no, but not in a bad yeah. way. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I'm the type of person who needs, like... You're okay, the instant. Like, not necessarily instant. Like, I just want to understand, mm-hmm. like, okay, like, you just saying, like, I need to, th- like, because I want to counsel, I want to, I'd be like, okay cool okay instead of feeling like i'm getting blown off that's like fair. i just i need like that's a little fair. bit more context to, that's fair which is i shouldn't need that like i shouldn't so you know expect I... that from you to like no, give that's... me context no. but i almost think like that gives me a peace of mind yeah and i think a lot of people are that way mm-hmm. like it's not like they need the instant gratification but they need a peace of mind because they yeah. are staying up all night thinking yeah. about it, worrying about it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you just say, let me think about it, none of it's getting resolved. No, it's not yep. resolved. Yeah. Like there needs to be some sort of resolution so, in know, that moment. That's a, that, um, that's a great quality of um, insurance agents. <laughs> of course of it people is. people in sales. It is. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's that's a sales technique. Yeah. Right. Somebody says, you know what? I um, Let me think about this. I don't want to buy this policy This is why right I now. say I'm a bad salesman. <laughs> because then we need to understand why you need to understand why yeah like, like can i help why? you so, like if ellie's why mm-hmm. was like i don't know like <laughs> i don't want to think about i it don't right want to think about it right now i'd be like mm-hmm. okay well can we put aside time to think yes. about like yes like some sort of like resolution that, that, that does you, make you good or like yeah if you disagree like, <laughs> yeah or, then let's just talk it out yeah, <laughs> like, right, that right. does make you a good mm-hmm. salesman well and i am not a good salesman in that regard like the how reason why i'm good at my job is because i'm an eight right because my like for me my yeah. my job is to protect mm-hmm. my clients yeah mm-hmm. and that is mm. inherently like who I am. Mm-hmm. So they are they are my first and foremost mm-hmm. always. And and I'm not like so I don't have that technique about me. Mm-hmm. My technique is more, I guess, the direct like this is what's gonna happen and this right. is how things are gonna get yeah. done and stuff like that. But but in other aspects. So that's like how I am in my real estate world. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. And I'm thinking about that. And then but the question, I mean, really, it's just the, it's why, the question of why. Like just I'm the most why. curious Curiosity. person in the world. And, like, that's, yeah. and that's input. Mm-hmm. I have 
like you bring something up and I'm like Googling. Yeah, like, same I, thing. I need answers. Like I remember somebody Just telling like, me I was curious, George. Like they were like, you are yeah. curious, George. That's like, one of my favorite qualities in people. Yeah. I'm so like, I want to know. Just for, Not because I want to be a know-it-all. Like Just, I just want to know everything. Because it's interesting. Yeah. Yes. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I love learning new things. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to so, like. So I'm just going to say to you, Schaden Freud. <laughs> this is this, this is why I'm a scientist. This, this is why I went this into was, like this was science. my deep dive for the sun and shade portion mm-hmm. was Schadenfreude. Is this the last one? And this is the one that's coming out okay. on Friday. So spoiler I alert! I read it every I, week. I do write mine at the beginning of the week because again, I am not a detailed oriented person, so I need grammar checked. So you know what? So that was I've one of my. I noticed that they've been grammar checked. So I, Lily, I said it to you. I think I, I said it to remember. you or Christy. I was like, so Lily does my it's grammar checks. Checked. I know it's getting checked because yeah. the first couple, I was like, oh yeah, not that they were bad. Uh, well, read, Janelle gra- checked read, my grammar. Read, <laughs> read Lisa's stuff. It's not bad. It's not like you can't read it. Yeah, but <laughs> but the first couple, I was like, Lisa's not grammar checking. There's something happening. I did send them to be grammar checked, <laughs> but they Maybe. say, I mean, it's not a sign of intelligence. It's not. Yeah, it's just. Oh, oh yeah. no! It is like grammar is. It used to be. I think the problem, the reason I'm like on it all the time, is because I used to not care. And it was very problematic in school to not care about grammar with all the classes I was doing. Yeah. And um, so I learned to like proofread like four or five times and make sure everything has the comma in the right spot. So here's a confession. So in college, I was a political science major. Right. And um, to all the students out there... You can negotiate your your grades, FYI. So please, <laughs> please do. So may, so that's number one. Number two, um, as a poli sci major, um, when after you get through like your basic courses, which is your objective test and everything, it's a very essay. And which I love essays. I love creative writing. Mm-hmm. I I love that. I love my English and my political science courses beyond belief and my sociologies. But um, those were my favorite. And a lot of it is because it was content. Right. And um, but along with that, I'll never forget, like, as I was turning papers in my sophomore year in college, I kept getting B's. And I kept getting B's because of of my freaking grammar <laughs> and it would be like my content would be a right and then my grammar would be c so it wasn't too terrible but it was clearly not great right. and and that's what left me at the b and i would go into the professors and i would try to negotiate my grade up higher sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't but again You're you can do this you a fan of run on sentences oh, I which love i them. am too i that's how I truly speak. love run on sentences yeah. it's like how i immediately write like if i'm writing but, something it's a run on sentence 100% but Commas i had, like in research run-on. world like not a thing oh, it's not- very direct straightforward please do not have an and yep. in that sentence oh, like oh. so i've I'm like, learned and, to- but or 
Like, I love so them. So, therefore, like, your yeah. sentences are so fun. Because it's yeah. how I, and, but that's the nice thing about creating mm-hmm. content is you have, I have to switch. Like, now that I create content for yeah. Platt, like, I write blogs yeah. on insurance, yeah. which is hilarious. <laughs> so, you start sentences and, with and now. And I start sentences with yes. and and but. Because yeah. it doesn't matter because the person reading. That's mm-hmm. how they read. That's is how, how they speak. Exactly. And, then, and you want them to do that because mm-hmm. you want them to have your voice right behind the words that's the thing content creation is finding the voice behind the words research is all the words it's everything so when you read a medical journal Mm -hmm. and i remember them my grandpa got them all the time and stuff like that and i remember trying to read them and everything and i did they're hard to read but but they're bland they're to the point. There's no voice behind it. Right. There's no fluctuation behind the sentences. There's nothing. But when you read, when you're reading a blog, whether you know the person or not, or a book, mm-hmm. like we all read The Hunger Games, probably. Like I, okay, I, watched, I, I did. Watched I did the movie. watch a lot of it. I said I, I, I read, read the that. book and I watched the movie and wrote a whole report on it. Oh, shame on you! I read the books. The books are so much better. I have them. I own them. And then so, but you read the books. And you do. You create like the voices, everything behind them because of how the content is creatively written. But anyway, so what I did in college, though, is I became friends with somebody. And not because I was friends with them beforehand. <laughs> no, but you became friends with them then, then, But then I found out that they are phenomenal at, at grammar. They were English majors mm. and an English major. And I would have her read my papers <laughs> and fix my grammar and my grades pff, I didn't you know even what? I didn't even have to freaking negotiate anymore. They, I tell, you, just they tell you in English. Actually I became do that. I became mm-hmm. I became so arrogant <laughs> that if I got an A minus I would go and and, and try to negotiate my grade <laughs> of being awesome. like, why isn't it higher? But Anyway, I know the both of you need yes. to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want you guys back on again. It was so much fun. Yeah. We could talk forever. I know. We really, <laughs> we really could. I, and I know that anybody listening out there, especially those that are either the business owner or the person who is the employee took a lot out of this because I, hope, because I would hope to God that they would think that, A, they want to be that employee that is happy in their environment and how to look to work for those people that will make you yeah. feel fulfilled mm-hmm. as well as the employer business owner that that wants to make sure that everybody around them mm-hmm. are cuz it's a family yeah it yeah. really this mm-hmm. is sure. this is your living breathing mm-hmm. entity that is part of you yeah. mm-hmm. that that you are taking out the trash everything that you said like yeah. you do mm-hmm. You want to make sure that people may not love it as much as you do, yeah, but right. but there is a love for. But they still have are invested and they have ownership. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, Thank Lisa. you. Oh, it was fun. Yeah, so it was fun. fun. Everybody needs an Amelia. Yes, that's it. You know that's going to be the title of this. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening in to The Seed. If you'd like to receive our weekly newsletter, go to dandelion-inc.com and click Let's Connect. And please be sure to subscribe to The Seed's monthly podcast to hear more inspiring stories from other badass women that are all around us. Remember, 
Behind every woman is a tribe of other successful women who have their back. To you all, thank you.